Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild Podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week we're doing Venom, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you folks doing? How are you doing today, Brad? I'm doing good. I'm glad to hear it. How are you doing, Steven? No torrential rain pour, so yeah, we're doing well. (laughs) Big improvement from last week. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now it's just scorchingly hot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're only going to have it for one day up here, and then we'll have a storm in them. We've got, uh, they said, 78 degrees after that, so... Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. I'm working outside tomorrow and it will be over 100. It will not be fun. Uh, well, uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, do we not don't get have... exhausted. Do not give any excuses for not attending the tournament. <laughs> I, I, I will not hurt myself the day before the tournament. Uh, we do not have Brandon again this week. So uh, uh, he is on a new schedule where he is closing uh, most nights that we're doing a record. So we're going to have to figure out a new thing. I don't know. We'll have to come up with some different plan than what we're doing. But for this week, we're going to continue on just the three of us. All right. So I guess let's go into the news that we've heard since AMG over the past week. Uh, AMG came out with a story that they're going to Release information on August 2nd. It's a little frustrating. <laughs> it's a story telling us when they're going to tell us something. Uh, I guess that's the day before Gen Con starts. So they're, it's probably a big rollout for Gen Con. But it is still... I just want to know. I want to know what they want to tell us. Well, they're Fred, probably, it's only six days away. Yeah. And they're probably telling us what models are coming out. Because we don't know yeah. what's coming out... <clears throat> anytime it's been the dr- yeah it's been the dry spell and they're they're gearing up to have a a a show off at gen con circumstance i think is what's happening yeah. uh, i've got a question have either one of you two been to gen con before no no uh i went i think it was in 2015 and i had a blast it was a ton of fun that is a very cool con to go to but that was the last time I went. It was it's Indianapolis is quite a long drive and I'm just I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Fun that fact. Sort of thing. I, fun fact, I've never been to any large cons. Really? Like uh, uh, actually, you've never mm-hmm. been? No, I haven't been to Adepticon, Gen Con, Nova, LVO. Any of the uh, others that are starting to pop up also? So. Gen Con was by far the biggest con I've been to, but I've gone to a couple cons, and every single time it's a ton of fun. Uh, I It's it's just hanging out with the most nerds in a given geographic region, and that's, that's always fun. That's always fun to do. Hmm. Well, yeah, I was just talking to one of our locals today, Chris, and since we're a little bit older and our disposable income is, um, you know, getting up there, uh, me me with residual income and he being an engineer, we floated out, we might see about going to LVO, so. 
That would be cool. You got to get qualified. You got to get the. Uh, are you are you planning to go to any of the qualifiers? No, I just want to play as many games as possible. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you plug you, me, you plug just want to go. In the mix. Put me in the mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but okay. I've never been to Las Vegas either, so it's it's a good good enough excuse. So. Yeah, I, I have never been to Las Vegas either. It's it seems like a, a town. <laughs> It's a world away. Yeah, yeah. It it, it would be uh, it it would be one to fly to. Uh, I yeah, you, I I would want it, to go there once. It's it seems like it would be a, a very fun place to go, but I would have to be very cautious. <laughs> now, be very... now I say this about cons, and um, you're talking to a person who actually went to see a band. Uh, that I totally enjoy, and I went to Switzerland to see them. Okay, so oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so yeah, me not being to Vegas or to any major cons is probably a mark against my uh, my geek card. So <laughs> that being said, I would love to go to Switzerland. Uh, well, Actually, uh, it's it's expensive, Fred. Just be prepared. I, I imagine. <laughs> well. This was like in 2010, and I got there, and the person I traveled with, we got there a little bit late, and the restaurants, you know, were starting to close up because everything starts to close up at 10, but we found this place that was open until midnight, and we got a medium pizza, which was 10 inches, okay? Okay. cost $40. Holy moly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> exactly. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, well, so I'm going to not go to Switzerland in the near future. <laughs> like I said, it's expensive. So What was we the were... band? Oh, Skinny Puppy. Okay, I've never heard of them. Oh, <laughs> maybe you should listen to some of their stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look them up. But that uh, that is not the purview of this podcast. We're not a, a music review podcast. Uh so was there any other important piece of information in the news yes. from AMG? Yeah. Uh, uh, the mini, the next mini extravaganza will be September 14th to 16th. Uh, those are always fun. I like those. And they're going to have stuff for all their games. Oh, it's specifically the announcement on August 2nd is about MCP. That's important. Yes. It is just about yeah. MCP. And then they said that they're going to make big announcements twice a year. Um, Adepticon in March and the mini extravaganza in September. I, I wish they would um, do their announcements like the mini extravaganza uh, according to... Um, how well the games are doing in comparison to each other. Now I know Shatterpoint's going to be an outlier, but you know, having having Star Wars all the time is kind of, you know, well, it's not exactly boring. But I, I understand people play it. You know what I mean? There, there probably is a lot more Star Wars player than there are MCP players. Well, that needs to change. <laughs> <laughs> I 
also think part of it is they're trying to get this game up and up and going. They're like throwing a lot of effort behind it to begin with, which well, is understandable. I, I guess I'm just waxing nostalgic for the uh, days when they only had MCP. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Back when every news item was was a feast for the eyes for us MCP players. I wouldn't even mind if they did it um on a yearly basis for each um for each license, you know what I mean? Well, they're doing like, it twice a year for everybody. Right, I I I know, but like have like have one announcement um like say in September for like MCP. And then, like, go to, like, January or December and do, like, Armada. And then in March, do Shatterpoint. And then in June, do X-Wing, you know, on a rotating schedule. I think that the reason they're doing just the two big ones is to... So they don't spend as much time not actually working on the games. Right. They probably want to spend mm. as much time working on the games as possible. Well, yeah, and we we don't we don't know what their model is, and so on and so forth. I just I'm just one of those compartmentalized people that's like, okay, we're working on this, and you know, you work on announcements for that thing, and you concentrate on that until it's done, and then you go to the next one. It's I, I'm just one of those people, I guess. So, which is probably why I'm not a game designer. So. I, I I completely understand. It would be it would be just too much. Uh but uh let's let's move on. Uh there is going to be a tournament in South Charleston on was it August the nineteenth? Uh yes. August nineteenth in uh at the Lost Legion game store in South Charleston. So if you're if you're interested in playing a game, come on down. Uh, and there is going to be one on Saturday. Uh, that would be on uh, the 29th of mm -hmm. July. Is it 29? Yes. 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 On uh, Saturday, the 29th at Fabricator's Forge. And I believe that all three <clears throat> of us plan to be there. So. Yes. And come on down. And Brandon won't be. Brandon won't be. Yeah. So. That's a shame. That's you know, shame. if if Brandon would ever show up to one of these events, we could we could like do a um, do a little contest for people, and then draw somebody out of the hat, and they have to go through the uh, the uh, crit hit wild uh, gauntlet, right? <laughs> and someone has to play each one of us. <laughs> yeah, that poor soul. Uh, in in the game I used to play before MCP. Um, one of the first tournaments I went to, I played the two creators of the game, round one, then round two. Oh, boy. Was and this I, uh, I Guild beat Ball? them both, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. It was Guild Ball. I beat um, Rich Locks of round one and Matt Hart round two. <laughs> For people who know oh, who they boy. are. I miss Guild Ball. It's oh, a good well. game. We can still play, Fred. Yeah, I know. They didn't come take away our toys. I know. It's just not the same as Fred. It's just not. And uh, uh, and also, I need to have some free time to actually do it, which I have not had. So, mm. 
but uh, okay. Uh, have there been any games that you you all have played recently that you want to talk about? Uh, I have not. <laughs> well, for a while. Oh boy, I'm mercy. Fred, I haven't played a game since you played a game. Okay. So How about you, Steven? I'm the only one getting practice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I did play a game today. Um, and I took out my Midnight Suns. Um, I, I had been, like I said, precast, I had been playing a Cabal, Red, Red Skull Cabal list that Brandon and I created. I did a couple of tweaks to it. And it's actually been doing pretty well, well enough that I might think about doing that list for the tournament instead of the Midnight Suns. But I wanted to take Hulkbuster for a run, see what he did, and he did a lot. So um, eventually I lost that game through some misplays, and Blade and Dr. Voodoo just whiffing on everything. So, yeah, yeah that it's happens. Pretty, yeah, it does. So I mean, you know, no, no big deal. But um, I was down twelve four. I was playing the new Mbaku Wakanda actually, and he was running a bunch of people that did tricky stuff with wilds, like, um, like he ran Killmonger and Black Panther as his core with Mbaku, and then he ran Gamora and Doctor Octopus. Ooh. So he found out that Dr. Octopus did not do well. (laughs) Oh, okay. I like that list, though. That is an interesting list. Well, I suggested that for a three-point on a 19 like we were playing. Um, We were playing Demons and the the Senators, the the 6.1. Yep. um, That he might have wanted Zemo instead. Instead of... Um, uh, Doctor Octopus, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because he's a long mover. He has a charge. He lets people reroll something just to, um, in effect, almost get that wild. You know, he's got master swordsman, right? So he's like Black Panther and rerolling everything when he needs to. So, um, yeah, I think he'd be a little bit better for that list than Doctor Octopus was. Yeah, There's, I would. I would generally agree. Uh, I think Baron Zemo is the right choice a lot of the time <laughs> as mm-hmm. as someone to bring. Uh, but I get, I get why you would put Doc Ock in the list. Yeah, I, well... I understand the idea. Yeah, but Doc Ock, um, you know, in, in my estimation, Doc Ock only goes one place, and that's in Spider-Foes, because that's where... You know, he's got a tactic card that he can share and, you know, it's it's a medium base, medium mover with wall crawler, right? So um, he doesn't exactly fit in a whole other, a lot of other places. But yeah. needless to say, he went up because I wasn't, because that list, the bucket list hits really hard. Uh, it kind of surprised me. Uh, on turn two, uh, Blade. Voodoo and Black Cat were dazed. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, and he was up in points 12 to uh, twelve to 4. Goodness gracious. Was it, uh, what was really doing the work? Was it um, Killmonger? Or... No, just, just those wilds hitting. 
and yeah. then just turning into something else. And we were on Demons Downtown, so being incinerated didn't help, obviously. Right. But, um, and then in, in addition to those three, I had Wong and Hulkbuster, and Hulkbuster did uh, a ton of work. So, um, but the game ended up being uh, 14 to 16. So that tells you how far. Yeah, you came back. You rolled back in. (laughs) Because Hulkbuster is just, he's, he's stupid. Oh my God, he's stupid. Honestly, I've, I've played against him a couple times and he's not been incredible. Like he didn't do amazing. I mean, he does as much work as you would expect a six point model to do, but... Where did you it play was, him? It didn't take my breath away. Where did you play him? What faction? Um, what? Oh boy, I don't. I don't even remember. It was. I think he was playing. I think I was playing against Jared, and he was playing him in uh, Avengers under his leadership. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. That, I don't remember exactly. That bump on Hulkbuster is. That's where it gets stupid. Oh yeah, that being able to move that big of a model because he's a one. large base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself. Well, like I said, um, Strange is good at five. He's not good at six because he's not that six. Hulkbuster only at the end of the game. Hulkbuster had two damage on him. Um, the game ended with Mbaku uh, running to the back point um, and picking up a one of the senators. Uh, because he was on one health, one health, and bleeding, yeah. and bleeding on top of that. Whereas <laughs> I, I still had Voodoo and uh, Hulkbuster still there, and Hulkbuster only had two damage on. Right. So you were attrition wise way ahead, but they just pulled out the win. Yeah, they kind. Of, well, their attrition kind of surprised me at the beginning. It's you. If you go up against Mbaku, I would say, one, uh, find a target. If they don't put out Mbaku, find a target and take it off the table as quick as you can. Because once that leadership gets rolling, it's pretty hard to stop, to be honest. Okay, okay. that's that's valuable information for right. when, I, when we go up against Mbaku. Yeah, because, uh, like I said, his leadership with all the models he was playing, except Doc Ock, who didn't get a, to attack once because I had Hulkbuster go right into him. Um, he and Killmonger. Uh, but Voodoo and um, Blade failed to do their jobs against uh, uh, Gamora and Black Panther. Yeah. Because, so, you know, they're vulnerable to mystic attacks. And it's like Blade... Rolled seven dice, Mystic Attack against Gamora, and she did her. Um, wasn't Marshall? It was Marshall Prowess where she adds two dice. And yes, yeah. I rolled like five five shields and two skulls. It was like ridiculous. I'm oh like, boy! Really? I'm taking two damage. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Shoot his priest. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. So. Yeah. And, and, and since Blade did so poorly, that's why I'm like, maybe I just do Red Skull Cabal. So, 
I mean, but Blade usually does great. Blade's usually a pretty high performer. <laughs> yeah, but this is the first time I played Midnight Sun since uh, I went to Fabricators Forge last month. Oh, okay. Well, uh, if you're if you're considering taking the 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 Red Skull Cabal, I think that you should. It, like, I think that would be something to really throw. No, uh, no one is expecting Red Skull to show up. Except and, anybody who listens to the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. I think that the, some of the people who play, who will be at that tournament, listen. So there's a pretty good chance that they will hear this. But that Red Skull Cabal list would be fun. It would be fun. But like I said, I I, I got to um, I got to take out um, Hulkbuster, and he was quite fun. Um, that's fair too. I'm. I don't. Uh, I don't have Punisher done because I hate painting fingers that are wrapped around things like rifles or um, detonators. <laughs> so, so my frustration with Punisher, if I get them done tomorrow, I'm, I might stick them somewhere. But uh, for the moment, um, he'll be sidelined until the next tournament I go to, I guess. So Okay. I, uh, I am not going to bring Punisher myself. Uh, mostly because I was trying to put him into the list. I was thinking about it. And in almost every single case, there's another three-pointer that I want to put in who is affiliated. And just the fact that he is not affiliated with Midnight Suns makes it so I don't want to put him in. Well, I, I would say the only way that you run Punisher is if you're running all nine members of the Midnight Suns. So he doesn't make a difference. You know what I mean? Well, but still, I mean, I in a game, if I've got a three-point slot that's open, it's going to be Moon Knight and Iron Fist going in there. And then if I have both of them and there's a place for her, it'll be Black Cat. Like, he's the fourth one. <laughs> so, What if you have I, to go 18, 18 wide on a hammers? I mean, maybe. Maybe I'll I'll still think about it. I'll still think about it. I know you're on hammers. Come on. So yeah, that's true. That I do. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on. Um, is there anything else? Is there any Cerebro news that you want to talk about there, Brad? Uh, no, I do not have any Cerebro news. Okay. Uh, then I think that we should move on to Venom. Uh, so the character we're doing today is Venom. His name is Eddie Brock. He has seven stamina on his healthy side and six stamina. Oh boy, dag gone it. I just, on his injured on his, side. On his injured side. I just, uh, I just navigated away from him accidentally. <laughs> he is a slow mover, and but he's on a medium base, so it's not as brutal if he was a, on a small base. He is size three. He is threat four. His defensive stats are four physical two energy and three mystic uh i'll go over his attack suite here his first attack is a physical attack called symbiote tendrils it's range three and does five dice and it costs zero it has the normal builder rule and after the attack is resolved the target character gains the bleed special condition uh there's no trigger it just happens and then the next attack is called we are venom it is a physical attack, range three. It throws seven dice, and it costs three power. 
And after the attack is resolved, this character removes one damage from itself for each damage inflicted. Uh, Steven, why don't you go over the first two superpowers? Okay, we have an active superpower. This is called Clintar Rage. It will cost you three power. Choose an interactive terrain feature or enemy character, both of size three or less and within range two, and throw it medium. This superpower can be used only once per turn. And then we have an active superpower again called Web Snare. It will cost you two power. Push an enemy character within range four towards this character medium. A character can be pushed by the superpower only once per turn. All right. And Brad, why don't you finish out the card? Uh, so many snacks. Reactive. Cost two. After attack against this character is resolved, it may use that super. It may use this superpower. The attacker is within range three. This character may make an attack against the attacker. The superpower can be used only once per turn. Innate symbiotic instincts. When this character is attacking, the defending character cannot modify their defense roll. An innate wall crawler. Okay, so that is Venom. And uh, I'll start. Oh, boy, this guy's good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we've done a couple good good model models that I would consider good. This guy is objectively great. And uh, part of the reason why is the combination of so many snacks and we are Venom. Uh, being able to clap back and heal from the attack that you make is is amazing well they may do enough damage to you to give you the power you need to hit them back and then heal it's so devastating it's so hard to deal with if you're up against it as a as a combination uh what are your thoughts about this guy steven uh he is the number two possibly number three character I grab when I am playing um, Spider-Foes. With, yeah. the, with the competition being Rhino, obviously. Okay. So, um, yeah, he's he's definitely not coming in Spider-Foes at any point in time. He's, he's, he, wrecks, he wrecks people. He just does. Um, I can't say enough about him. I mean, is does he have a two energy defense? Yes, but if he didn't, I mean, this character would be bonkers crazy, right? Right. the The two energy defense is almost needed to make him not, not overly broken. And, and the uh, short short move, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, real. What are your thoughts, Brad? Uh, he's in the talks for best four pointer in the game. He's amazing. On top of everything that we're saying, he also has a character throw, which is size three and you can throw the medium. That's, that's that's good. It's real good. Uh, and then on top of that, even he has the ability to pull people towards him from range four away and it only costs him two power to do that and on top like, of that fred he has wall crawler so you never have to that, use a shorter stick uh, well, to move over <laughs> terrain 
So uh, I I actually have a question about that. Is that entirely unnecessary to put on his card because he's on a small base? Actually, no, it's not. And it's the not. Reason, okay. The reason being is if no, you I, have a if you have a character that advances somebody, right? Like say I have Rhino and Venom, and they're up against a building. If I advance Rhino towards the building, he will stop at the building because he doesn't have wall crawler or flight, whereas Venom would go over the building and maybe be on the other side of it. Okay, okay. I, I, I misspoke earlier. He's not on a small base. He's on a medium base. He moves small is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but I see. There like, are also, if you have... There are also random things that interact with wall crawler. And they could make more. Raven. <laughs> okay. Okay. But largely, largely I guess those unnecessary. Are largely unnecessary text to put wall crawler on a on a character that moves slow. On top of the everything else, he has symbiotic instincts. Just to make it so your opponent can't mess with your uh Cannot so that would mean that Miles Morales hates this guy. Storm hates this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, wow, I, everything about this character rules. Uh, if you need a character to hold down a point in the middle and weather the storm and then clap back just as hard, this is your character. This character can survive quite a bit and can really hurt your opponent. Oh man, I cannot speak highly enough of Venom. He's he's a beast. He's really good. Uh is there any tactics cards that are associated with Venom? Oh yes. Okay. Uh Oh yes, there is. What am I talking? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the, oh man, there's uh, the tactics card I can't even believe I forgot about this this card. Uh, it is one of the better tactics cards in the game. It's called Lethal Protector. Uh, and it is an unaffiliated card, reactive. Uh, when an enemy character targets an allied character within range 3 of an allied Venom with an attack, Venom may spend 2 power to play this card. Place Venom within range 1 of the allied character... Venom becomes the target of the attack regardless of range and line of sight. So you can hop him forward, have him take a hit, and if he's close enough, and if he generated enough energy, he can so many snacks, or, or he can, uh, is it, yeah, so many snacks, and then we are Venom, and heal any damage taken. <laughs> well, that would be a lot of damage that you would have to uh, put out on him. More that, likely you're you're using symbiote tendrils, which can be very effective because if that character is on one and they've done their second attack, um, they will bleed out. Yep. Yep. So if you didn't do, well, if you did enough damage, you get them to one, I should say. Right. Right. So this is not quite as good as, uh, say, a Heroes for Hire but it's in that same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're and redirecting somebody else's attack. Yeah. If if you're if you have venom on the table, you probably are taking this card. This card is worth having. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Oh. Are there any other? I don't think there are any other tactics cards that are Venom specific. There is. Oh, there is. Yeah, one that's not uneasy played. allies. <laughs> oh right, uneasy allies. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get played. It's not good enough. Right. Uh, <laughs> I guess we should go over it. I I, I don't have it open. Uh, do you have it open there? I do. During uh, it's unaffiliated, reactive. During their activation, when Spider-Man or Venom targets an enemy character with an attack that is within two of the other allied character, both characters may suffer one damage to play this card. Add three dice to the attack roll. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just to clarify the wording on this card, um, during their activation, Spider-Man or Venom within range two of the other allied character. So that means of Spider-Man or Venom. Yes. Like, not of any allied character. No. It is specifically yeah. Spider-Man or Venom. They have to be within range two of each other. Right. And it specifies allied because you could be within range two of an enemy Venom, yeah. which happens a lot because Venom sees a lot of play. <laughs> I'll tell you this. This is a story. Um, I was once in a game where it came down to... I was playing uh, uh, Spider-Foes versus someone else's criminal syndicate. And the game came down to my Kingpin and my Venom versus their Kingpin and their Venom. And that turned... That was a fun sequence of events that suddenly shook out. <laughs> it was. It was... Everyone was throwing everyone and it and pulling everyone. It was, uh, it was like a football game all of a sudden. <laughs> but uh, I think that we should go on and give this gentleman a letter grade. Uh, I will start. I think he's an S. I think he's an S character. Ah. Yeah, I'm stick with it, Fred, because I also think he's an S character. Okay, okay, yeah, he's an S character. This guy is one of our biggest. Like, he is one of the best four pointers in the game, and he, I, he will see play for a while. Like, he is gonna still see play even as new four pointers come out. Uh, I think that he. It has he has legs as a character that in this game. All right, Brad, what are you giving him? I already gave him an I S. I guess you've already said you said <laughs> you're giving him an S. I'm gonna let you talk if there's anything else you want to no, say. He gets an S. He's really good. Oh, okay, what are you giving him there, Steven? Uh, I give him an A. That's fair. Okay. So I don't think he's quite in the tier of somebody like a voodoo. Or uh, Gwenpool, or I don't know if Gwenpool we would count as an S, but you know, there, there, I see characters that are above him. Oh, I know that I don't give Gwenpool an S. I gave her a C minus. C minus <laughs> because I'm wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely wrong. <laughs> everybody here is playing playing her now, and it's quite a menace. Um, so on average we gave him an s yeah because because you throw off the lowest grade right no 
for the average. It's just, an, it's it's just an A's not two S's and an A. That A's not low enough to pull it down. It's an S. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I his tactic card is fantastic. His attack suite is good. Um, I wouldn't say fantastic because it, it it's all physical, right? So I mean, right. kind of kind of puts him in a lane. Um, it is just good um, mm-hmm. as an attack suite. Right. He's got the throw. He's got the he's got the web snare. Oh God, do I love the web snare? Oh goodness, do web I love snare. the web snare? It's gold. It's absolute gold. On demons downtown, that's like the best um, best superpower ever. Yeah, <laughs> because you get to the middle and you can just snare people off of those sites. The the other two, and it's money. Seriously, absolutely, absolutely money. All right, um, so that's where we are with Venom. Uh, he's great. You should play him if you're playing anyone where you just need a big, heavy beat stick to hold the middle. Uh, Brad, do you have any comic books that contain Venom? I do. One of the one of the most popular characters in in I guess probably not. That may be overstating. He's popular his... for a Marvel character. Yeah. Yeah. He's up there. He's no peter parker or even a peter porker but i'm just kidding he's way more popular (laughs) than peter porker uh so venom i have two recommendations here uh the first one is called venom dark origin uh it's by zeb wells and it's probably on hell medina uh this is a modern retelling of eddie brock becoming venom and it focuses more on eddie than the original storyline so it it's really from his perspective so i thought venom fans even if they've read the origin or watched the um animated series that did the origin very well uh that this might be a different take that you might enjoy and I couldn't okay. pass up the opportunity to talk about uh, Venom Separation Anxiety, which they took the name for for the uh, pretty cool alternate play experience in MCP. Right. Uh, this is Howard Mackey and Ron Randall. Uh, Eddie and Venom have split and Eddie is taken to a research facility, and then a bunch of Venom's children come and uh, kidnap him from the research facility. This is like a bunch of those other symbiotes that became popular, like Phage and stuff. Um, but they have a plan to reunite him with the Venom symbiote. Okay. So it's, okay. So this, is this, this the introduction of all of those sub? Uh, I, I, say sub, I think other... some of them have shown up before. Um, some of them are new, and uh, they're all in one place. Like they're all part of this story. So it's a bunch of characters we might get for MCP. So I thought that'd right. be a cool one for people to read. It's like 
All well, these characters could show up. Technically, we did. We got them in that thing as cards. But, I mean, we might get them as characters, too. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm if you've just... played... If you've played Separation Anxiety, a bunch of them show up there and can attach to your characters, but that would be an interesting uh symbiotes faction. Yeah, people have wanted that since this game started. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be fun. Okay, uh well, is there a list that anyone can think of that contains venom? <laughs> that uh, you would not specifically spider foes or web warriors. I got uh, one. I don't think uh, I should clarify. Uh, his affiliations are spider foes and web warriors. Mm -hmm. Is there any other? I think yeah, that's, that's it. it. So I've okay. I've got something you can put him in. All right. What are you putting him in? Whatever you want. He's really good. <laughs> yep. That's the correct <laughs> answer. That's right. Just put he, him in he, your list. And he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't need any support. Like, he just no. does his own thing, and it's valuable. It's very useful. Um, but are there lists that we could put him in? <laughs> that where he'd be more advantageous? Uh, yeah, uh, what what have you got, Steven? Oh, for some reason, at four points, and at four points, and at four points, and at five points, you could run... Full suite of Sentinels plus Venom. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And that is a pull crazy list. Yes, it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bring Brace just, for impact. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking outside the box, right? So, but... Yeah. Um, no, I think that... I mean, giving rerolls from Prime to Venom, yes, please. Uh, under the skin, making him immune to bleed and poison, just because, right? Right. Also, give him fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, well, very he useful also again. needs fly. Yeah, he would have a web crawler <laughs> and fly ir irrelevantly. Well, one of the most annoying things is when you're playing Venom and you do a "We Are Venom." And you only get like zero uh, damage on somebody, and you're on one because you're hoping you get more, and you're bleeding, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. like, dang it, now I gotta shake it. So, um, but I think I think he would be, like Brad said, he's good everywhere. I don't know if he's the solution for Sentinels, but I'm saying he's not bad in Sentinels. That I, I agree. I I don't think he's bad anywhere. Uh, I brought him. He's in my Midnight Suns list, and largely because the Midnight Suns uh, do attrition, and he is great at attrition. Now I don't think I've ever brought him because there are just better options that are Midnight Suns affiliated, but he's in there. <laughs> he's in. Yeah. Well. He might be interesting in S.H.I.E.L.D. too. He is. Maybe. That's been talked about. I've heard. I don't listen to very many other podcasts, but I've heard people talk about that one. Yeah. Whereas you make him affiliated and then give him a S.H.I.E.L.D. mobile move. And that, they don't even do that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
just draw them into the little attacks, right? Well, it's like they will he'll get attacked from outside of range and they'll use the shield uh, leadership to move him into range to then counterattack. Mm. Well, there's a there's a tactic uh, card that you can use for that same effect if you're not in shield. Um, and that's... Uh, what's that? Once. Once, but it might be enough, right? So yeah. it's Warpath. Yeah. I've used Warpath against Cable and against Hawkeye. And the eyes on those people got really, really wide because they're like, I'm range five. I'm like, I don't care. Warpath attack, you know? So, yeah. Well, uh, that is it for Venom. Uh, he's really good. Play him. Uh, the only thing that's left is for my non sequitur recommendation. Uh, so, she who tolerates living with me and I have been... Uh, we recently got access to the Crunchyroll uh, streaming platform to watch anime. And we've been watching a show called uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I cannot more highly recommend this show. This show is excellent. It's, it's, it's incredibly good. And there's a character in it uh, that I don't want to say who it is because it's kind of a spoiler. But his name is Pride. And he has these black tendrils that, that shoot out and stab people. And it, every time he's on screen, it reminds me of Venom. It's a, a, a very fitting visual, but he doesn't actually fit the character at all. But that's that's my recommendation. Watch the show. It's great, like with a capital G. Fred, I don't think it's a spoiler because that series is pretty old. Uh, so there's a series called Full Metal Alchemist that is is a different anime than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're both I know. old, Fred. Uh, I know. They're apparently that I've not seen Full Metal the original one. But this one is based um, entirely off of the manga while the original one came out before the manga was finished. So they went off and did their own thing. Right. So Well, this, this one's the rabbit hole, okay? That's all I got to say is because you watch it and then you're like, I got to watch the next one. Thank you. Yeah, it and kind it, of is. We, uh, I, uh, we were watching it before the podcast record and... When you sent um, eight o'clock instead of seven thirty, I was like, "All right, that's another episode. We got one more in us." <laughs> it, it is literally a rabbit hole. How far are you in? Uh, we are within the last ten episodes. Okay. So, I think, like in the starting with the last, maybe the last five episodes get really wonky and weird. So be warned. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll be prepared. We well, are very I mean, much just, enjoying it. You know how animes have to get bigger, faster, stronger, right? Yes. As you go yeah. along. Yeah. That, that formula is very much alive here. Okay. Okay. All right, then. Uh, well, that's it for us today. Uh, everyone go out there and play a game with Venom. And uh, I hope to see you all on... Saturday, 
and we'll play some games at Fabricators Forge. See you everyone later. <laughs> <laughs>